welcome to Two Girls in a Pod. I'm Sharon. I'm Christy. Today we are going to talk about Mundane Monday. Now y'all try to say that three times real fast. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Mundane Monday, the reason we called it that is because people, we often get stuck in routines that start to feel very mundane. It's like, oh my God, same thing, same time, just kind of that, I don't know, almost feels like a rut. Kind of, yeah. Like a rut is a good way of putting it. But you know, what we're talking about today is how do we make that feeling of something feeling like a rut? How do we change the feel of it to make it feel to where we're more mindful of it? You know, because the routine for people is really important because routine helps us to be, to feel like we're accomplishing things, to not feel scattered. I mean, what is the routine? Why is routine important for you? I think it's really important because when I know that, like if it's a day off, I don't have a regular routine, I know that I don't accomplish as much. And I mean, there's nothing wrong with that because you're just taking a day off. But that's the importance, I think, of having the regular routine because it does help you to accomplish more. And it's a matter of, I think, being more organized in your mind, if you have a set routine, you're more likely to accomplish things. And I think that's really true. And what I talk to my clients about, particularly if they're suffering from like depression, anxiety, those kind of things is that if they do the same thing, if they get into that thing of being in a routine and, but being mindful of it. So we're talking about the routine first, but then we're going to talk about the importance of mindfulness in that routine. But if they have a routine, if they get up at the same time and they do that, that motivates them versus the thing of, you know, when people are sad and depressed, oftentimes they they lack that motivation. So they just kind of lay around and then that just keeps building up. And then that becomes their routine laying around. I think if you have a set routine, it sets the stage and the precedence for even the day. One of the things that people don't think about, but even getting up and getting into the routine of making your bed every morning, how much that makes you feel better. There's a sense of accomplishment, even in that small thing. And it's funny you brought that up because with uh, some of my clients, but I, and one in particular, I'm thinking about, so I said, just get up and every day, if the only thing you do is make your bed. And she said from that, she said, then it's like, oh my gosh, if I can do this, then I can do this. You're right. It really does set that stage in that for the precedence for the rest of the day that yes I can accomplish stuff and that starts that routine and once again those routines are important because we can get in routines that are negative for us and they can also feel like a rut just like something that is what is kind of positive I mean we're accomplishing stuff can still get and feel like a rut well or like the like you said about you know getting into the routine of not doing things, you know, and then you're not accomplishing anything. And what I feel like what happens is then it starts to, things start to pile up and it works on your mind. Even when you're not even consciously thinking about it, really, it sits there in the back of your mind that there's all this stuff that needs to get done and it's overwhelming and it starts to affect your mood. You know, one of the things we did even with that is we, we have a whiteboard in your office and we write stuff down in there and, and we write a gratitude statement, but we write those things. And it's so nice when you get to erase that thing. Okay, that's done. There's a sense of accomplishment. And now we're down to three things on our whiteboard. You start with 10 and it's like, oh my God, seven of those are gone. This is great. There's such a sense of accomplishment with that. 
there's something about seeing it like that that really does help. Yes. But the thing is, is that the reason we called it mundane Monday is because that's usually everybody's work week. Starts on Monday, same stuff, get up, same time, the alarm rings, turn it off, get up, start that whole thing over and over and over again. You know, the kids I work with, they say the same thing. Get up at 5.30, do this. And it's just kind of, even when they talk about it, there's no enthusiasm about it. There's nothing. Yeah, this is what I do every day <laughs> kind of thing. But then it feels like a burden, a chore or something. It shifts in us because we're not mindful of it. There's absolutely zero gratitude. There's zero mindfulness to what we do. Yeah, it becomes sort of mechanical, I think. But the thing is, if you are, if you can get in that place of being mindful about what you're doing, you realize that it's the everyday thing that you do that is that little bit of progress forward. Yes. And I think the thing when we talk about mindfulness is, is even waking up and taking that moment to say, okay, today's another opportunity. Viewing as a fresh start. Yes. What is one thing I can accomplish today or anything? Just there's that little mind shift to help, but to be mindful of it, to be mindful of what is one thing I can do today? What is one thing I can pay attention to? My thing, I'm mindful of when I brush my teeth for whatever reason. I stand in the same position even. <laughs> you commented on that. Yes. But I'm mindful of that. And I think to myself, I'm cleaning my teeth. What does that feel like before? What does that feel like after? And for a while, you know, I'm, I'm brushing my teeth and I never gave thought to it. But it's just like, okay, this is what I have to do. You start brushing your teeth and it's like, okay, well, now I've done that. But when I started to be mindful of it, it changed something in there. It really shifted to where I'm actually thinking of, oh my God, doing this is about my health, feeling the cleanliness of it. I love that feeling after I brush my teeth now. Absolutely love it. Mm -hmm. So even that, that one small thing, and I started doing that after we had started talking about, you know, this podcast when we were doing our list of what our podcast would be. And we talked about that. I thought, what is one of those things that I just do mindlessly? And it was brushing my teeth. And now I look forward to brushing my teeth because I love that feeling. No, yeah, I think that if people did that even more like, because I know the time that I do it sometimes, not all the time, but is with my workout. And I will actually try to, and it's about being in that moment. And when you're in that moment and you're, then you're, you're being mindful and there's a gratitude that goes with it, I feel like. And I feel like that when I'm like, say if I'm when I'm working out, I'm thinking about what specific part I'm working on, like with my body, if I'm working on my core or that I really focus on that part of my body and what that movement is doing. And I think that that, like I said, it, it takes you out of just the mechanical piece of it and really puts you in that moment you're doing it with mindfulness then like i said it feels like progress each day even though i mean it's you know may not be as fast as you want you know that you're moving forward well and i think working out is a really good place because oftentimes my clients will say they work out and they just it's kind of like a routine but you're right when you start to shift that mindfulness you know whether it's yoga or we'll use yoga is that stretch what it feels like really being mindful. And, and yoga is a place where people are mindful. 
you're mindful of your breath. You're mindful of the movement of it. And so it's a really good thing. But there are some people who do yoga and it's like a chore. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh God, it's time. It's seven o'clock to do my yoga, blah, blah, blah. But once again, not really focusing on the benefit of that motion, that breath. So really being able to switch that mindset to make things matter. You know, we we talk constantly in our podcast about each moment. And every moment, you know, I mean, granted, we can't focus on every moment because they go by too quickly for us. But when we take that thing and if we're in that place where we think, oh, my God, it's the same thing, that mundane Monday, finding one thing to be very mindful of, because that one thing you become mindful of then changes the monotony of that routine. It no longer feels like that mundane. It no longer feels like a have to chore. It starts to feel like, wow. I have the time to do this. I can make changes here and there. You know, you're really focusing on what you're doing and how it's going to help you in the long run. And I think it's interesting, too, because when you talk about hurried, there are people who are always hurried. They always feel like they're moving in fast motion and, and they're not getting stuff done. But that's their routine. It's everything is boom, 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 boom. And, and never feeling like they're accomplished. They're getting distracted by kids or they're getting distracted by something and not understanding that they're they're the creator of that by not slowing themselves down and being mindful of what they're doing. Yeah, because it really does come down to like, you know, we've said it in the past that what you feed will grow. And it's like if you are on if you're constantly telling yourself what about being on that wheel and just constantly on the go that's all your focus is and your mind races with that. And it does not allow you the benefit of being mindful and, and slowing the mind down to, to realize that those routines are really important to accomplish things. And, you know, I think the thing is, too, is when we are mindful, being mindful is about me, is about the individual. When we're hurried and we're all of those things and we're trying to accomplish all these things, we often feel our energy level is low. We feel tired. I talk to my clients a lot about this. I'm tired. I feel like I'm always on the go. Well, yeah. Once again, we talked about that before. When your cup is empty, guess what? It's empty. You've got to pause long enough, be mindful in order to refill that cup back up. Because once it's depleted, then that's that, that low energy comes, that tiredness, that all I want to do is just get to the weekend. And then when I get to the weekend, I don't want to do anything. But of course, I've got all these things to do. So then it's this vicious cycle that people get caught up in. But if we pause and if we're mindful, if we slow down and, and, and instead of having all those moments be rushed, finding one moment in there, hold, grabbing it, holding on to it and being mindful of it, then it starts to slow everything else down just enough to where you feel like you can get breath again where you feel like you can reset again. And that's why it's the routines are important because we do not function well without routine. And people say, I don't have a routine. Trust me, if you pay attention, you have a routine. It might look like chaos to somebody else, but there's routine in that chaos. Because as humans, we look to we look for that. It's what grounds us to some degree. 
That's like you, you start the routines early when you go to school. The school always stays the same. It's not like they go move it around. And when they do move it around, it kind of disrupt it disrupts stuff a little bit. Yeah, you're all discombobulated because you don't, you know, if you lack that structure, you're going to feel like things are more chaotic. And, you know, chaos, mundane can be chaos. Yes, it still can be, yes. People, I think often, though, when they when they hear that stuff, they may think it's like that, oh, my, you know, just that kind of slow, monotonous thing. Well, chaos can be monotonous, too, because we can get what's, you know, you call, you know, kind of that hamster on the wheel. You keep doing the same thing over and over and over again, even if you're doing it as a fast pace. It's still mundane because yeah. you still have the same feeling as the person who's doing nothing. Exactly. You could be getting up and, you know, everything is chaos because maybe you didn't take the time to prepare the night before or something like that. And you're running around every morning looking for something before you leave or, yeah, that's monotonous too sometimes for people. So I feel like that slowing down the mind though, getting into a routine still, it has its benefits and realizing that, like you say, being able to slow down, that's what's important. Then you you realize that it's not just, yes, it, it may be a mundane activity, but it's not, it has its benefit. And I think that's the thing. We get so wrapped up in our mind and in, in thinking about the next moment mm -hmm. that we're not ever, we're not being present in the moment we're in. And I think that's what's really important. Being present, you know, in our relationships, the, I think the greatest gift we can give is being present with somebody. To truly be there listening, giving them our undivided attention in that moment. Because they are just moments. But once again, I think that we get in those routines that we start to feel almost resentful of. It's kind of like the person who does all the cooking starts to get resentful. Because, well, I got to get home. I got to make dinner. I got to get home. I got to make dinner. And falls into the same routine. And may not even realize they've never even asked for help. Or... They've not been in the moment of, you know, when I'm, it, and for me, cooking, I'm very much in the moment when I cook. It is very much my zenful time, a majority of the time. I will sit there when I'm cutting stuff, I'm looking at the colors, I'm listening to the sound. I love when I put it together and what it looks like. But I learn to slow that down instead of, oh my God, gotta hurry up, gotta get this, you know, it's, and then also understanding that I wanted if I wanted Christy to be a part of that, I would tell her, "Hun, can you come in, you know, maybe wash off the vegetables or whatever. And then pretty soon we're talking while we're doing it. So we can change that mundane. We don't have to make it be just about us, but we get stuck in our head. This is my routine. This is what I'm supposed to do. And then there comes resentment with that as well sometimes. So in order to change that, we have to change and be more in the moment. Yeah. And not that, Everything is going to be, you know, my, my job's always been the cleanup and that is not a zenful moment for me, but <laughs> <laughs> I really, I mean, it's always about shifting your perception of things. And I have gratitude for the part that you do. So when I think of it that way, it's not just a chore in the same way. When I think of how grateful I am for what you do, the part that you do, the cooking and all of that, then it doesn't 
it doesn't feel like such a chore. Oh, I'm definitely there with you because I always have gratitude that you do clean up because I don't like it. <laughs> so, you know, and, and I was talking to my some of my clients um, this week and they were talking about that. And I said, the thing is, is that they're starting to get resentful of each other because one feels the other one doesn't do whatever. And they're like, take a moment, to have the conversation, find those things that you can be, you know, in the moment with, be mindful of. And if it's whatever that chore is, then pick that chore and then, you know, share those things. Because once again, they get into that routine of, oh my God, I'm doing this. And now the resentment is there. And maybe it's just been something you've always done. So there's never been a conversation about it. And maybe there's some jobs you can trade or something like that. It's like you cleaning out the shower. And I hate doing that. That is, I really cannot stand it. So I'm grateful that you do that. So, I mean, I do clean up in the kitchen, but at least you're, you know, you do that part because I, I don't like that. So, I mean, I think sometimes it is, it's about having a conversation with somebody so that you can change what you do. You know, it was really funny because when I was growing up, I would watch my mom do laundry and she was always whistling and humming and just, I would watch her. And I remember when I was little, I thought, oh my God, laundry must be the funnest thing to do because my mom, all she looked very zenful when she did it. Whistled, like I said, she just was, and she, just that focus she had to it and everything. And I'm serious, when I'm there like, man, when I grow up, that's, I'm going to love doing laundry. <laughs> and I'm thinking, hmm, when I grew up and I'm starting to do the laundry, I'm there like, huh, I don't get it. <laughs> what was she, what was this all about? But then even then I switched that because then I thought the smell of the clothes coming out the warmth of it. So there were different things. We didn't use a washer when I was growing up because we, you know, we would hang our clothes outside and stuff and just even some of those things. And so with laundry, I learned to be mindful because I wanted to know what it was about that my mom loved so much about doing laundry. And then I realized, and then when you did hum and those kind of things, it really changed that chore. Mm -hmm. And it's being, once again, it's not viewing a chore as a chore. When, even chore itself has such a negative connotation. I tell people it's not a chore. It's called your contribution to your home. Yes. When you change that perception, that makes the biggest difference, I think. Because, yeah, when you say chore, it does. It sounds like something you have to do. And doesn't sound like fun. No. And I even tell people, I say, you, you know, the kids I work with, you know, it's your, it is your responsibility. You don't have to like it. I said, but you're choosing to be upset or pout or stomp or whatever. And you've wasted time. How do you make it fun? How do you make it different? Because they get resentful too. Oh, I always have to do the same thing all over again. And why do I have to, you know, I get this constantly. And they're like, but what do you, how can you change it? They feel that way about homework. These days, homework is a chore. No, no, the kids don't want to do it. They think it's stupid. Why do I have to do work at home? I said, well, it's not work. I said, it's called practice. Well, I think too, yeah, people get, they get into a thing too of being like, like over exaggerating something using those terms. And you'll say this all the time, people, I always have to do this and that. And I remember thinking when I was in school, like, this is never going to end. I get up in the morning, I go to school, I come home, I do homework, I go to bed, I do it all over again. I remember thinking, it's never going to end. But 
the thing is that when you're when you're thinking that way you're not thinking in the moment there again and yes it doesn't stay that way forever but you don't realize that when you're in that moment like exactly and i even tell the kiddos because i have some who they're not very fond of school and i'll tell them hey don't think of it that way it's just a stepping stone it's just one stepping stone to the next and then to the next they're building blocks that's all it is and for some reason, shifting even the verbiage shifts that routine for them. It changes it. So even when we're looking at those, that, that mundane stuff that we're doing, asking ourselves, how is this helpful for me? If somebody doesn't, oh, when I have kids that don't want to, they don't want to shower. It takes too much time, I guess. I don't know. I haven't figured it out. It's like, but what does it do for you? Think about being in the shower. Think about the water. Well, I don't mind it in the shower. It's just the part of getting. I said, then shift to the shower. Be in the moment in the shower. Those are the things we're talking about. It's like, how do we make that shift in our brain? How do we truly become aware of the value of the routine? Because we devalue that routine. And that's why it becomes burdensome to us or mundane. Or, oh my God, it's the same crap every day. That's why, because we do not see the value in the routine. When I do this, what does it bring to me? When I pause and, and maybe, oh man, I have to make breakfast for my kids or that. Well, when you pause and you can have breakfast with your kids, conversations shift it up. How can I bring value to my life and the lives around and the people that I share with? How can I bring value to that? The thing is, is these are things that we have control over. But oftentimes we feel like we don't. I think when we get into routines or we get in all that, we almost feel like they control us instead of us understanding we control them. And it's taking control back. And being mindful is a way to do that. It's a way that we become more active participants in our lives. Yes. Because I think sometimes we feel like life is happening and we're not even participating. Mm -hmm. Not understanding that we're the creator of that. Yeah, we just think of we're just going through the motions. And it can become that way if you're not mindful. And like you said, realizing how this benefits you. Especially with holidays and all of that, we really start getting into, you know, people start really getting into this tizzy of that hamster on the wheel, trying to get everything done, do all the different stuff that they have to do, you know, and not realizing that the holidays really are about, I feel like it's more about slowing down and appreciating things and, and seeing the value in things. And I think we really start losing sight of that because we get so caught up in the commercial end of it and all those other things that are not as relevant. But it's really about slowing everything down, really focusing on those relationships, focusing on ourselves as well. How do I take that time to reset, refill up my cup. And, you know, that is such a hard concept for people to understand sometimes. You know, well, I, well, my kids or my job needs me or no, you need to always make you your primary. The more you make you your primary, the more enhanced all your relationships are. Yes, because you're able to give more and you're able to take care of others and those things if you are taking care of yourself it's not about i think a lot of people 
get this idea that it's like being self-centered if you say that, if you say about putting yourself first, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about taking care of yourself so that you have to give. Because otherwise you're tired. And what it does is it beats people down mentally. They become more mentally fragile. And that's where, you know, people start getting more frustrated, more short-tempered, or just overwhelmed. And once again, it's because even the routine itself becomes overwhelming. Oh my God, I got to do this. I got to do this. Every day I do the same thing. I got to do this. Not understanding that our thought process is what's overwhelming us. Mm -hmm. Instead of sitting there and saying, sometimes we'll even do that. You know, we'll take longer to have our coffee. We have a routine. And you know, we talk about our coffee time is our important piece of our routine. We sit there. We learn to slow everything down. We made breakfast a priority because before we wouldn't even do that a lot. Before, now it was off to work. The pandemic kind of changed that a little bit for us. But it was, it was that thing of off to work we go, breaks in between. I would just work back to back and then I'd run, grab something, run back. And then I wondered why I was tired. <laughs> mm -hmm. Just grab a granola bar on the way. It was, yeah. You know, and now we're there like, nope. We take that time, we sit, we have coffee. And we've been able to do that because we set a routine and that. So it changed things. I mean, meant I started getting up earlier, but you know, I got used to that. So whatever ends up making it easier for you, just like we said about the whiteboard. To me, I would have like 900 calls I needed to make that were it was in the back of my mind and none of them would get made because I was doing other things and I would forget them or whatever. Now we write those down on that whiteboard and more things are getting done. Well, and I think the thing is too, is even in that routine, we get overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. We get used to just not focusing once again. So when we're bombarded with things, we're overwhelmed and you're right. Our routine becomes we get nothing done. Because we're always overwhelmed and that becomes that set routine. And then we'll even say stuff like, oh, yeah, that's just the way it is. Well, it is that way because that's what we've created. Mm -hmm. So the importance of this, the real importance of this episode is slowing down. You're going to have that routine. You're going to have that mundane, but it doesn't have to feel like it's a negative mm -hmm. to, to have that time. My sister's currently here and. I love it because she pauses for a minute to come and have that moment with us when we're having him. She's up way too freaking early for me. She gets up very early and starts work. And by the time she says, by the time we get up, she's already done a day's work, <laughs> which there could be some truth to that. But to take that pause and then we sit there, we have breakfast and we get to talk. If she has to work in between, she pauses to do that. But we, we get that moment and that becomes that piece that we have. It's, taking that time, being mindful of that time. And it's at that time that we don't really look at our phones or anything. We just kind of talk. And a lot of times it's talking about what is going to be our next podcast or what do we think is going to be relevant and important. It's our routine, but it's such a positive piece of our routine. We create the positivity in that routine. And I hear this a lot. And I've really been hearing a lot of people being tired. They're this. And, you know, when I talk to them, well, what is your routine? And they go, oh, well, you know, it's the same shit. I'm sorry, same stuff every day, blah, blah. And then I said, yes, but what part of that routine do you like? Well, I don't, what do you mean? I don't have time for, I don't have time for that. Of course you do. You make time for it. 
Like I said, whether it's brushing your teeth, having your coffee, being mindful of your workout, being mindful when you're driving into work. What does the day look like? What does that temperature feel like? It could be anything. Oh my God, look at the sun. You do that. Chrissy looks at the sunrise now, which, yeah. you know, before we were there like sunrise, who cares? Our friend loves the sunrise. Sandra, we travel. She's the type she wants to watch. She wants to get up, see the sunrise. And we're there like, yeah, whatever. Now we kind of understand, you know, we've seen a few sunrises, more sunrises now. And there's something about it. I've always appreciated the sunsets. You know, but... Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I do have a new appreciation for sunrises now. And now I get it. And now when Sandra talks about those sunrises and the importance, it changed something in us because we now became mindful of that. So then you can share those experiences with other people. When we become mindful of something, we can learn to appreciate it. We learn to appreciate the things in those routines. So they no longer feel mundane and they have the ability to energize us, to help us to look forward to something. Even if it's the end of the day, if it's like, oh my God, when is the end of the day going to get here? When's the end of the day? Well, then it becomes, you know what, what am I going to do at the end of my day? How am I going to make it matter? And that's what it is. How do I make something matter? And that's what this is about. Those moments, making things matter, the importance of mindfulness and mindfulness just means I'm in that moment. Whether it's brushing your teeth, maybe it's feeding your baby, or maybe it's talking to your spouse. If it's a five-minute conversation, how am I truly engaged in it and not packing my lunch and going to the fridge and doing all this stuff? That's not mindful. That's just throwing something in for a minute. Mm -hmm. No. And it can still be overwhelming. Because mm -hmm, it still feels hurried. Mm-hmm. And then the ones who aren't hurried, they're on the other end. And those people, I tell them, find one thing. I always tell them, tell yourself you have to have three goals. And I said they can be little goals. It can be like, make my bed, have my coffee before. It, it doesn't matter what it is. Just little tiny goals. And it's funny because once they reach those three goals, they're like, oh my God, I did it. And then they find out they've done more stuff in the day. It's because... They're now switching that routine and they're making it matter. And don't misunderstand me. Sometimes when we're talking about depressive stuff, we'll use depression as an example. That thing of laying in bed, it has its place too. But the more we do that, what you feed is what will grow. So if I'm there and I'm laying in my bed, and I'll tell my clients, you know what? Great. If you have to lay, don't make it three hours. Say, I'm going to give myself permission to lay in bed for an hour. So it's not like we're saying it's not relevant and important because it is. But there is a balance in all of this. And it's finding that balance in order to have that balance. And when we have that balance, our life runs more smoothly within those routines, within that mundane. And that's what we're talking about. How do you find the balance? And it's not. And, and once again, nowhere here have we ever said you hurry up and change it and make all these. No. Pick one thing. Pick one small thing to be mindful of. I'm always mindful when I take my first sip of coffee. Yes. To me. And that reminds and, and you know, my mindfulness for that sip of coffee came from my grandfather. It was my dad, my mom's dad. He was ill. And 
they asked him what do you want and he said a cup of coffee and you know at first it was he couldn't have coffee and all that and i was like what the heck just let him have his cup of coffee and i remember he took that cup of coffee he took that sip of coffee and that look in his eyes it was like you could see it and you could feel it the flavor the meaning of that cup of that first sip of coffee for him it mattered he was so mindful of that moment and that sip and sometimes when i'm sipping my coffee i have that memory that mindful memory of my grandfather and it also changes that experience even for me because it adds a layer to it so sometimes those mindful things doing laundry that memory of my mom those memories can add a layer to those those moments that you don't think about because sometimes we take on the routine of our parents or of other people mm -hmm. but then if you can remember if you have those memories then it changes that routine too it adds an element to it mm -hmm. it adds an emotion to it hopefully it's not a bad one because <laughs> sometimes it can be but then how do you shift out of that but it's like building on those things yeah do you have any of those that you think of like particularly say with your dad wow or grandparents or anything like that mm, no i can't think of any that it, that well yes actually i can every time because when i was little i used to help my dad pick up sticks in the yard and anytime we work in the yard and i'm doing anything like that i always think of him but when you were doing it as a kid you think oh this is you know i mean it was fun but it was still kind of a chore or no when i was pretty little then and i i had my own little wheelbarrow which was my pillberry at the time <laughs> so but i thought it was cool to have one of those like dad did to go and pick up sticks which i want you to know is every time we're getting ready to do yard work she'll always tell me we need a wheelbarrow <laughs> well actually i'm always saying we need a wagon everybody need needs a wagon because wagon, then you can you know take everything on your wagon <laughs> And you know, when we live back in the valley, we had a wheelbarrow and we used it quite a bit. Yeah. So I understand that. So, you know, but once again, and even when you're doing it, then if, if you're having that memory, because you're not an out, you're, you don't like to do the outdoor stuff. I don't like working in the yard, but I will help you. <laughs> but if she has that memory, then it changes that task. Yes. You know what I mean? It does. And And I think that's what it is. So there's so many different ways that you can... You can work to be in those moments so many different ways you can do it if you attach a memory to it if you pause and you think even when you're doing whatever it is that thing is is focusing on when i do this exercise what is it doing to my body being mindful of that exercise brushing your teeth how that feeling is after you brush your teeth when you put your tongue across your teeth and just the smoothness of it and everything it's those little things or when you're cooking the sound of things breaking of chopping i love the sound of chopping all of those things that we're talking about if it's outside working in the yard the smell you know one of the things you know that's my thing too gardening is i put the memory of my mom and i planting and, and you know my sister would help with that too and i don't know how many times we planted uh columbines or uh <laughs> different things with for my mom and sometimes it worked sometimes it didn't like the uh, rhubarb the rhubarb yeah oh 
could not get that to grow at my parents' house and my neighbor every year take it all. So we would take it, we'd plant it and it'd die and hers would come back and flourish. And then I take one to my sister's house and it works. <laughs> so go figure. Same thing with my columbines. I had so many columbines and stuff, but that's the thing. The smell of the dirt, being mindful. We love trees. So oftentimes I'll just go outside or I'll just look at our tree and, and, but those are the things we're talking about. Slowing stuff down, being mindful change and sometimes changing even changing up the routine even a little bit mm -hmm. if it's getting up in the morning you hit your alarm and you always just jump out of bed maybe hit the alarm and take a moment to to be mindful of the start of the day or you know when you go to bed at night taking a moment to be mindful of the day that passed and the day that might be coming any of those things changing up those things even a little. And once again, we're talking about small changes. We're not telling anybody, you know, you have to go change your whole entire routine and all this. No. No, because sometimes nothing even has to change in the routine. It is about changing the the mind about it. You you really have to rewire the brain to perceive it differently. Oh. But it's cap it's able you're able to do that. You have the power to do that. I love that because you said perceive it differently. And that's what we're talking about here. It is your perception. Yes. It is your perception that needs to change just a little bit. And we modify it. But if you are having, you know, that thing of energy and feeling like hurried or feeling like, oh, my God, I'm in a rut. Find one thing to perceive differently, to engage with differently, and then just do it for a day or two. And then do it for another day or two. Until you've done it for at least seven days or so. And then that becomes the routine. But then you find that being mindful is a good routine to be in. Because then you become mindful of other things. Or that's what I have found. Yes, anyway. because once you identify that one thing and you start practicing that, it starts to spill out into other things. You'll find something else to do it with. And then something else that you can be mindful with. And it does. It just has like a ripple effect. And even like when you are having those times, and we do this, if we're getting overwhelmed or whatever, we'll pause and have gratitude statements. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing how that shifts, that just being mindful of those gratitude statements, how it shifts that thought process, that perception. And then it's like everything starts to calm. Yeah. And once again, I'm, I talk with my hands all the time. And I realize that I do that even as we're just sitting here. I see your hands waving around, but. <laughs> and if you guys could see it too, it would make a lot of emphasis. And it's so funny because, you know, I do telehealth now. And I was talking with one of my clients and I and I was using my hands as measurements and stuff. But it was really funny for him. He goes, oh my God, that makes so much sense. He goes, when you just did that with your hands, it, that visual mm -hmm. really, that shifted something in him and it made so much more sense to him. And I'm thinking, see, that's why I use my hands. Somebody's going to see it. It's going to make sense to somebody. <laughs> But, you know, that mundane Monday doesn't have to be mundane. It doesn't have to be feel burdensome or anything like that. Once again, it's about sh that mind shift. It's about getting people to a healthier place, even for themselves. It's not about changing the world, but it is about planting the seeds, planting the ideas with whoever listens and when you listen and you get that seed 
and it's like, okay, I've got it. Now what do I do with it? Or I've got it. Maybe you just even put it on the back burner for a minute, but it's there. And then when you realize it, the value of it, you pull it out. You know, if you're feeling so overwhelmed, you say, okay, wait a minute. Where did I hear that? I heard something. How can it help me? And then it's there. And then you're able to pull it forward and say, okay, what is one thing I can be mindful of today? What is one thing that I can focus on? And when I talk about focus on something, remember, brushing your teeth doesn't take forever. It's a pretty fast thing, right? But when you're mindful of it, it feels not longer in a bad way, but it feels because you're so in tune to it, it feels like it's something significant and it matters in a different way. Mm-hmm. You know, do you find that with your when you're doing your workout too? Mm-hmm. That it almost feels like it's a longer time period, but it's really not. Right. I mean, because you can think about, you know, and especially when you're in the middle of doing a set and maybe your muscles are getting tired or whatever. But when you think about it, like a lot of sets that you do in reps, maybe three sets of 15. What is that really? I mean, when you think about that, that is not long at all. It is not that bad. And then when you're done, you have a benefit. You've accomplished something in your day. And that's even like we talk about that, even people changing the mindset of, of say, working out. Because, you know, we get into the winter runs. Everybody's, okay, i got to start working out. And I tell my clients, I say, well, I can't find the time. Really? You can't find a minute? You can't find five minutes? Well, it takes longer than that. I said, no, it doesn't. I said, our mentality is it takes more than that. But I said, anything we do that is forward motion is forward motion. Mm-hmm. If you get up and I, in between sessions, I get up and I, I walk, I get steps in real quick. And I would complain, oh, God, I'm not getting enough. But then I remember it was forward motion. Anything I was doing was still towards a goal. Anything you're telling your brain is not enough. That's where the it problem becomes is. not enough. Yeah. But I tell, I tell my clients I work with, no. We can come up with little five-minute routines you can do. Sometimes I plank in between my uh, sessions. And you can read about how a plank is, you know, good for the overall body. And it's one of the best benefits that you can get in such a short amount of time. Exactly. Or I can go do a wall sit. Or once again, it's changing that routine, making, being mindful of it. Okay, I only have five minutes. And then being mindful in that five minutes of what you can do in that five minutes. Or sometimes it is only a minute. Then what do I do in that one minute? And how am I mindful? How am I really engaged in that minute? Because who cares if you have five minutes or five hours? If you feel hurried, if it doesn't feel like anything's been accomplished, there's not a positive in it. It doesn't matter five minutes or five hours. But if I can be mindful in five minutes, then it changes that perception completely. Yeah. And that's what we're talking about. How do you be mindful? That mundane Monday does not have to feel that way anymore. If you just find one thing, one moment to be mindful of. Once again, it's how do you fill that cup up of your of yourself? Because I am hearing way too much. I'm tired. I don't have the energy I used to. I'm tired. And then when I talk to people, once again, they talk about that schedule that they're on or, and you know, sometimes it's, and and sometimes I'm even, they're like, oh my God. 
It sounds, sounds like too a, much like a rat race, and and no wonder they feel completely depleted. Yes, and I'll tell them just one thing, but you don't understand. And they're like, no. If you're driving home, have an awareness to what's going on around you. And I'll find even when we're driving, I'll be there like, oh my god, has that always been there? And I've only driven by it a hundred times. <laughs> It's because I'm not mindful of it. So that's what we're talking about. Mindfulness can happen anywhere. Pay attention to your driving, though. <laughs> Don't be so mindful that you're not paying attention to the person in front of you. <laughs> we should be mindful when we drive of everything around us that's going on. But that's what we're saying. Take time for you. If it's a moment, make that moment count. Make that moment be something that matters to you. And it doesn't have to be an hour or whatever. We're talking about a moment. Take that time for you. It makes all the difference in feeling like forward motion versus just being on a same cycle over and over. So that mundane Monday, maybe it's going to be the same thing, but it's going to have a different feel. Yes. Change the feel of it. Take control. Be in control of those moments. So it changes the feel and the, the overall perception of. It completely changes the experience. Exactly. That's a good way of putting it. I like that. Change the experience. Make the experience work for you. Yeah. So as we get ready for these holidays, and we're still in the holiday stuff, maybe changing one thing will help make the holidays not feel so hurried, makes stress level go down, all of those things. Definitely makes you feel less overwhelmed. Yes. This way, maybe you can enjoy the holiday just a little bit more. And once again, one thing, one moment. And practice it. Yes. Practice, practice, practice. And as always, thank you so much. We are so grateful for you listening to our podcast. And we're really grateful if you can walk away with even a small change or there's a benefit to listening. We are very grateful for you all. Thank you so much. Thank you. And we will, and we don't know, you know, we're just going to play it by ear as to what our next podcast is, because you know it is the holiday season, so we're not really sure. Nope. So we look forward to uh, next, time. next time. So bye. bye. Have a great week.